scenes. I saw my grandmother's Zionism, the Zionism of refuge, play out before my eyes. It became my Zionism, too. Like her, I sleep better knowing that the world contains a Jewish state. But not any Jewish state. Roughly 18 months ago, an Israeli friend sent me a video. It was of a Palestinian man named Fadel Jaber, who was being arrested for stealing water. His family had repeatedly asked Israeli authorities for access to the pipes that service a nearby Jewish settlement. But the Jabers have little influence over the Israeli authorities. Like all Palestinians in the West Bank, they are subjects, not citizens. Partly as a result, West Bank Palestinians use roughly one-fifth as much water per person as do Jewish settlers, which means that while settlements often boast swimming pools and intensive irrigation systems, Palestinians fall far below the World Health Organization's recommended daily water consumption rate. In the video, Israeli police drag Fidel toward some kind of paddy wagon, and then the camera pans down to a five-year-old boy with a striped shirt and short brown hair, Khalid, who is frantically trying to navigate the thicket of adults in order to reach his father. As his father is pulled away, he keeps screaming, Baba, Baba! As soon as I began watching the video, I wished I had never turned it on. For most of my life, my reaction to accounts of Palestinian suffering has been rationalization, a search for reasons why the accounts are exaggerated or the suffering self-inflicted. In that respect, I suspect, I'm like many American Jews. But in recent years, for reasons I can't fully explain, I had been lowering my defenses— and Khalid's cries left me staring in mute horror at my computer screen. Perhaps it is because my son is Khalid's age. He attends a Jewish school, has an Israeli flag on his wall, and can recount Bible stories testifying to our ancient ties to the land. When he was younger, we thought he would call me Abba, the Hebrew word for father. But he couldn't say Abba, so he calls me Baba, the same name Khalid calls his father. One day, when they're old enough to understand, I'll tell his sister and him how my grandmother made a Zionist of me. And one day, if they see a video like this, I'll tell them that unless American Jews help end the occupation that desecrates Israel's founding ideals, this is what Zionism will become, a movement that fails the test of Jewish power. The shift from Jewish powerlessness to Jewish power has been so profound, and in historical terms so rapid, that it has outpaced the way many Jews think about themselves. A hundred years ago, Jews in Palestine lived at the mercy of their Ottoman overlords. Jews in Europe endured crushing, often state-sponsored, anti-Semitism. Jews in the Muslim world were frequently consigned to second-class status. And Jews in the United States lived at the margins of American life. Even fifty years ago, None of Israel's Arab neighbors recognized its right to exist, and some of those neighbors seemed to enjoy military parity with, if not superiority over, the Jewish state. Most of the Jews still in Europe lived under a tyrannical, anti-Semitic Soviet regime, and even in the United States, some Ivy League universities still limited the number of Jewish students who could attend. Today we inhabit a different world. Israel has made peace with two of its Arab neighbors, and all the Arab countries have offered to make peace if, 
Israel ends its occupation of the West Bank and Gaza Strip, returns to the lines that prevailed before the 1967 Six-Day War, and reaches a just and agreed-upon solution to the Palestinian refugee issue. Israel's defense budget easily exceeds those of its four immediate neighbors combined. It is the world's fifth largest exporter of arms, and it is the only country in the Middle East with nuclear weapons. In Europe, although anti-Semitism persists, the transformation of Jewish fortunes has been equally dramatic. Most Jews have left the former Soviet Union, and the vast majority of European Jews now live in democracies that ensure religious liberty. In Britain, in recent years, Jews have run Oxford and Cambridge universities, the Conservative Party, the Labour Party, and the Times of London. In France, the president proudly proclaims his Jewish ancestry, as did his first foreign minister.